part two of episode one, introduction, Chanel Hancock's language learning journey. As I was saying, I love using Michelle Thomas courses because it's space repetition along with Glossica, Ossimel, I use YouTube, I use Memories app, um, and I do use Pimsleur sometimes. Um, I'm an audio learner, so I learn by listening and repeating. And I don't care that I throw up something like a couple hours after I start learning it, whatever language that may be, just because... I can get feedback from people. I will make a video and post it on Facebook just to see what people have to say. Um, I love communicating with people. That is why I learn languages. I want to create great podcasts to help people learn languages in a fun-filled way. I'm more of an audio person. So... I understand there are people that are visual, there are people that are kinesthetic, and there are people that are audio. And if there's something out there that you want to know about, there's something out there that, you know, you want a different approach to language learning, I'm the I'm the girl for you because... I love making friends. I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but I wanted to learn Brazilian Portuguese because I wanted to have a conversation with Lucas Beattie of Language Boost. He was such a motivator. Um, Watching his video of him speaking 14 languages, I was just blown away. And his first language is Brazilian Portuguese. And, you know, I... I love his positive force of energy when it comes down to like language learning. And he's he seems like a very mellow person. And um <laughs> but um right now I am in the process of, of learning French and Italian and Dutch right now. And I will put Brazilian Portuguese back on the map sometime. But it won't be now because right now my brain is all about Italian, French, and Dutch at the moment. And I plan on learning Swedish, Egyptian, Arabic, and Japanese. That will be my Asian language. And um, But, I mean, I have had people come out the woodwork wanting to help me with Portuguese, French, Italian, Russian, Swedish. I mean, I, look, I look at it like this. I don't need to be fluent in every single language. I mean, I wouldn't even try to put a cap on what fluent is because I think it's about how you flow with the language, how you gel with the language, how you mesh with the language. If it's something that you feel comfortable with on the inside, go for it. I would never tell someone not to learn something. I might not do it particularly, 
because it might not be something that I'm interested in. But that doesn't mean that you out there don't need to try whatever language it is or whatever career path it is you want. I'm here to tell you, I've had people tell me, I, I, why am I learning Russian for? That's stupid. They're the enemy. I was like, no, no one's the enemy. We all live under a global umbrella and I want to be able to speak Russian. I want to be able to speak French and Swedish. I want to be able to speak Arabic, Japanese. Why? I'm an artist. I'm a fledgling filmmaker, a thespian by trait, a language learner and lover. I love to cook. I love to dance. I love to travel. I love to exercise. I love to take long walks. I love Zumba and yoga. I love to swim and canoe. I love to make friends. I like karaoke. I like to close the bar down every once in a while. I haven't done that in a while. I love life. I almost died a couple times from epileptic attack when I was 11 years old. I had seven seizures back to back. And I had grandma seizures. And what was so sad about the whole situation was that I was in a coma for 18 hours and my mother didn't know, my family didn't know, my friends didn't know, teachers didn't know if I was going to live or die. And by the grace of God, he made sure I came out of it on the other side, okay? And this is after being a survivor of multiple molestations, a survivor of... um not being able to walk or move my body. I had a temporary paralysis problem for a while and was confined to a wheelchair. Um, the loss of my mother and friends and, f and other family members. Um, yeah, I have to say I've dealt with a lot of discrimination and it wasn't because of me being black. It was mostly because of my disability. And I told myself that I would never allow anybody or anything to tear me down as a human being. And that I'm just like everybody else. And that if I want to be a multilingual African-American 41-year-old woman who's legally blind, has a yellow Labrador retriever named Bono, and that lives on her own, cooks for herself, cleans for herself, and that carries out her dreams because life is short. We don't know when we're going to leave here. And I believe that by learning different languages, I not only learn about people's backgrounds, cultures, histories, their likes and dislikes, but I get to learn about their souls, who they are as a community and a society. And I get to put my feet, whether it's mentally or not, 
in someone else's shoes and get to learn more about where they come from by being able to communicate in their mother tongue. And you'll be surprised how many people are so happy to hear me say even hello or thank you. When I said obrigada, muito obrigada, mis amigos e amigas de Portuguese, Brasilia, people were muito feliz, very happy, because I didn't have to say those words. I had just learned them. Now, my pronunciation might have not been the greatest. Okay, fine. But, Yalu Blue Gavaru Paruski Yezik. Manoga Bolja. Chim. Gavarili Angliski Yezik. I love speaking the Russian language more than I do. English. Patamuta anta mayar lublimia yezik gavarit. Because it's my favorite language to speak. I eta oichen zimichatini yezik. Snot. And it's a very wonderful language to know, to speak, and, and to understand. And I love the politics of Russia, the country, the food. I even attempted to make bellini, okay? Now, I'm not going to say how it turned out because it wasn't that great. But I will say, I'm glad I tried it. I will say, um, I made borscht. I've made Olivier salad. And I make Olivier salad every holiday. Even though I know in Russia they only they only eat it during Snorm Novi Gordon. Happy New Year. Novi Gordon. New Year's Eve. And I, I, and I understand that. But I like the dish so much I make it I I, I probably make it every holiday. I'll probably make it again for Memorial Day. I'll probably make it for 4th of July, Labor Day, and Christmas, and Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know my Russian friends are probably thinking, what the hell? <laughs> but I have to say, I enjoy making that salad. It's awesome. But see, I use fat-free mayonnaise. I just want them to know. And I don't use eggs because I'm allergic to eggs. So, But everyone loves it. And, I mean, I even went as far as to make a Middle Eastern dessert. And people loved it. You know? But I will say, I love to cook from scratch. I love to entertain people. And if I can entertain people on a podcast every week, telling about the highs and lows of language learning... Getting people's questions, answering them, seeing if anybody wants to come on to my podcast, like I did Chris Brohelm from Actual Fluency, and I did a interview video 
recording on Eurolinguist by Shannon Kennedy, and I got my question answered by Kirsten Cable of The Fluent Show, which I listen to every week. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly, to tell you the truth, her and Lindsay are amazing. I love them to death. And they're very helpful and insightful along with Shannon. You know, it's funny. Um, I wanted to do women in language this year, but I, I couldn't afford to the ticket at the time. And if, if they do it again, I would I would love to to actually take part in it because that would be a great take on um language learning from someone that's that's um disabled um and that has a visual impairment. Um, not everyone that's visually impaired is the same. Um, I still have some residual vision, so I can still see everything and everybody. I just can't drive a car. I can't read newspaper. I can read the headlines on a newspaper, but I cannot read the 12-size font underneath it. And so, you know, I, I if I write checks, they're big print checks, um, but I'm not allowed to read medically because of eye strain reasons. And so I do a lot of audio and I do a lot of Braille. I have a refreshable Braille display with my iPad Pro and my MacBook Pro and my iPhone 6S. I know I need to upgrade but <laughs> uh, my phone, but that's okay. Um, I'm able to still communicate with people. And I've learned how to use WhatsApp and how to use Skype and Facebook Instant Messenger and Zoom. And I've learned how to use YouTube. And it's the best way to be able to communicate. And now that I've got an um, anchor. I will be using this to communicate with people about language learning and other things, especially um, the fact that I like to cook. And so I will be posting audio recipes as well as to what I what I cook. Um, because I feel personally, you know, people ask me for recipes all the time. Oh, that looks good. You know, how did you make it? Or how did you make your chili? What did you put in your spaghetti? You know. Um, so, um, I have a lot of friends that are, are, are in the blindness community that have diabetes. And so, I make diabetic desserts and all kinds of stuff. You know, even though I'm not diabetic. But, you know, I'm health conscious as much as I can. And, um, yeah. So, if anybody wants to come and check me out... Um, feel free to do so. Um, I also am a certified uh, TEFL instructor that is focusing on listening comprehension and speaking. Because if you don't know how to communicate your wants and your needs, reading and writing is great, but you got to be able to speak. And I like to do it in a fun and feel-free way. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Chanel Hancock's Language Learning Journey podcast, episode one, part two. And I hope to see you in the next episode. That's for Danielson.